Frustration comes when we are unable to do what we think we should be able to do, and it can hit at any level or under any circumstance. It's a stage in the journey where we question if it's worth it to keep going. The thought of quitting seems easier in the moment, so how do we push through and get to the other side of our frustration? Well, today I have 12 ways to push through that frustration and setback and move into your comeback. So let's dive right in. The limiting beliefs and mental barriers holding you back in the face of trial don't have to define you. Rather, choose to let them refine your mental fortitude and strengthen your resilience and faith muscles. When you are willing to step into the fire of refinement, you can use life's trials and turn them into something beautiful. That's what I did in the face of a crippling injury that took me off course for more than a year. The road to recovery was surprisingly grueling with many unexpected bumps along the way. Follow my journey as I take you through my tears and frustrations and share how the 2021 Boston Marathon became my victory run. My new book, Victory Run, Turning Trials into Triumphs, will outline the process for you to break barriers, mental, physical, and emotional. When life hits you hard and events knock you off track, turn to this book to refuel your spirit and propel you through your finish line and back into the victory circle. For more details about the book, head to redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run, or you can always snag it on Amazon too. My prayer is that with this book in your hands, you are empowered to turn your own trials into triumphs. Hey friend, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know you could be many different places and I'm so glad that you chose to hang out with me. Now, This has been, the last few episodes have been a series on what to do when you are in the midst of your trials, because obviously we know trials are going to come, especially when we're going after goals, but how do we stick with it, right? And so I really want to get right into the question today, but a reminder as well that my next book, Victory Run is out and ready. So if you have not picked up a copy, now is the time. Head on over to redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. Again, redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run, or you can search on Amazon, uh, victory run, turning trials into triumphs. And it's a lot of what we're talking about is quite a bit deeper in the book. And so if you're liking these episodes, you are going to love the book. So make sure to pick up a copy. All right. I said I want to get right into it, but I want to ask a question. What do we do when negativity tries to take us out? One of the questions that I played in my mind over and over initially following my ankle injury was, why would God let this happen to me? Have you ever questioned God when going through painful trials? I sure did when I broke my ankle. I started wondering if he was punishing me for something I did. I wondered why he would let me let this happen to me. Why would he thwart me off course? You know, anger is really a natural and normal thing as we go through the stages of healing. The denial may fade, but more emotions begin to appear. These emotions can be confusing and hard to deal with. So what do we do with them? What do we do when negativity comes? When our feelings, when we just want to feel and our feelings tell us something and we know it's not true and it's not right, 
but we just want to go there, right? Have you ever been there? <laughs> okay, because it's easier, right? It, it's almost easier than having to figure out, okay, what is the truth? And changing how we're thinking about something or changing our perspective like we talked about last week. But I have 12 different ways that we can push through that frustration and move into your comeback. So the first one is to feel your emotions. Yeah, we have emotions for a reason. God gave us emotions, so it's okay to feel them. Take some time and feel your emotions. Doesn't mean you have to stay there. It doesn't mean you have to make decisions based off of them. But let your emotions out. Give yourself time. Give yourself time to feel them because they're there. What do we do after we feel our emotions? There's a lot that we can do. But the second thing that I want to talk about is to begin a gratitude journal. And so I know we shared about this in an episode recently here too, but a gratitude journal is huge. Just writing down little tiny happy things that happen throughout the day is a way for you to really train yourself to um, to find that joy. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later too, but a gratitude journal is going to set your mind on the right track. So I encourage you to do one, even if it's just writing down one good thing that happened in the day. It's one thing you can be grateful for, uh, maybe two or three. I know when I did this, when I had a specific gratitude journal, I do write down my gratitudes a lot, but there was 30 days where I was very intentional about every day writing down three things. One thing about my husband, one thing about my kids, and one thing about my life. And it changed my perspective in a huge way over those 30 days. So I encourage you to do it in some form. Number three, take the time to assess your life. So especially when you're going through a trial, when negative comes, is a good time for you to reflect on where you're at, where you've been, where you're going, where you want to go, What's important? I know for me in my ankle surgery, once I had surgery and and once I was recovering, I learned what was the most important things in my life and I was able to filter out some things that weren't. And so it's a great time to assess where you're at, assess your life, decide what should stay, what should go and what's important. What do you need to be more intentional about? What do you need to focus on? Number four. Find a new passion to fill the void in your life. We also talked about this, but it's important too. Uh, Knowing that you have multiple different interests or a few different passions that you could get excited about will help you fill any void, especially when negative comes in. If if something was taken away for you for a time, if you're injured, um, if you lost something, whatever it is, if you have something else to lean on, then it won't be as difficult. Um, For me, running was my passion. It was taken away for quite some time, but I leaned on writing and I was able to write my book. And uh, so think about that. What else could you be into? Maybe you're into sewing. Maybe you're into, um, you know, knitting or hiking biking, you know, what else could you have as a passion that could help you when negativity sets in? 
when negativity about what you're doing, where you're going, what happened, life circumstances, what could you do as an outlet? And make sure it's not just one thing. You don't want it to become an idol in your life. You just want some things that could help you get through these negative emotions. Number five, know that your identity isn't tied to what you do. This is a big one for a lot of people. I mean, when you introduce yourself to someone, what do you say? I mean, I'm like, I'm Gabe, I'm a mom and I'm a author and a speaker and a writer and I'll, you know, whatever. A lot of times we'll tie things like ourselves to what we do. And that's not our identity. Our identity is who Christ says we are. You know, we're the child of the highest king. (laughs) That's our identity. That's our true identity. But my identity is not my running. Yes, I love running, but that's not my identity. And if it is, then I have an idol. And so just know your identity is not tied to what you do. Number six, control your thoughts. This is hard. It goes back to those feelings, right? Because we're going to feel a lot of things and then we're going to think a lot of things. And then, oh man, all of a sudden it's all swirling in your head and you're like, ah, what do I do with that? But you need to have a bouncer at your mind. You need to have a bouncer to control your thoughts. What's coming in, what's coming out. Be intentional about that. Don't let that negativity come in. Yes, have that negative thought. Okay, now what can I do with that? I'm going to throw it out because it's negative. It's not helping my situation. I'm going to throw it out. Control your thoughts. Number seven, choose your focus. What should you focus on? What do you need to focus on? What's going to help you keep that negative out? Focusing on what is true and lovely and pure and right and good and pleasing and praiseworthy. Focus on those things. The more you focus on those, the more you're going to see them. Same with the negative. The more you focus on negative, the more you're going to see negative. The more you're going to complain, the more you're going to have issues. So choose to focus on something that's going to be helpful, not something that's going to be harmful. Number eight is to renew your mind. So pretty similar to the number six and seven, control your thoughts, Choose your focus, but renewing your mind is about really thinking about what is good. Renewing your mind is bringing the good in because whatever comes in is going to come out. So if you're bringing good in, you're going to get good out. And that's like the computer technical term. So it's like GIGO or G-I-G-O. Good in, good out. You input the good in, good is going to come out. And renewing our mind is a daily habit. It really is something that we need to think about all the time. And we need to think about, I I like to do the um, Philippians test. So what is pleasing? What is right? What is true? Is it those things? If it's not, then I get rid of them, right? And so, uh, yeah, those three really go together. Because what you think is going to become what you dwell on and that's going to become what comes out. And so if you have all this negative coming in and that's all you choose to focus on, that's, that's the thoughts you're having and you choose to focus on them, 
then it's only negative that's going to come out. It's only going to be complaining. It's only going to be those things. But if you choose to bring positive in, like you hear the negative, but you choose to believe the truth and listen to the truth and put the truth into your mind and focus on the truth, then that's what's going to come out. So number nine, control what you can control. All right, all you control freaks out there like me, (laughs) you can't control everything. So you can control what you can. And that's really two things, your attitude and your actions. So you can choose how you react to something, like how you respond. Do you respond or do you react? And you can choose what you do. What are you going to do in this situation, right? And so control what you can. And number 10 goes along with that. Let go of the rest, right? I mean, there's the saying, let go and let God. Well, that's really what the situation is. It's control what you can, do what you can, and let go of everything else. Because everything else, that that um, control, if you don't let it go, is going to become negative in your life. It is going to have an effect on how you're feeling, how your emotions are. It's going to have an effect on what you, on your thoughts, on your focus, and all of the things, like everything that we just talked about. But let go of what you can't do anything about. I think about even just like race day, I can't do anything about the weather, you know? So I could I could just worry about it and stress about it and all the things. If it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And then I get to choose my actions and my attitude when I see the weather, right, on race day. So control what you can control and then let go of the rest. Number 11, don't lean on your own understanding. A couple episodes ago, we talked about why trials come. And there are a lot of different reasons, and we may not really know which reason it is for us in the midst of our trial. But one thing I do know is when we lean on our own understanding, we will fall because our understanding is so limited. We don't really know why we're going through what we're going through. But if we just remember that God is control in control, that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, his ways are higher than our ways, he knows what's going on, then we can lean on his understanding instead of our own. When we lean on our own, it's tough. It really is. And number 12, take time to meditate on God's word. This is huge. When we're going through trials, it's hard to do that. I know for me, When I'm in the midst of it and I'm like, I can't feel you, God. I don't know where you are. What's going on? Why am I going through this, right? I have all these questions and I question him. And I go, I don't feel like you're here because this wouldn't be happening if you were, right? But he is. And when I do decide to go into the word and to seek him and to meditate on scripture and the promises that he has, I almost instantly feel him. Like, I know he's there because he's speaking to me in his word. And when we meditate on on the truth and we meditate on the promises, it's hard not to be positive about the outcome. It's hard not to look at the future in a promising way. In the midst of it, it's hard. In the midst of it, it feels negative. But seek him at his word. Go with the truth. 
Don't rely on your feelings. Don't rely on yourself and what you want. Rely on what he says. So these are the 12 ways that you can help overcome negative when it comes. It's going to come. Trials are going to come. When trials come, negative is going to come. You're going to want to give up. You're going to want to cave. You're not going to want to persevere. But these 12 things can help you do that. They can help you push through. They can help you find joy. They can help you to have that right mindset, that right perspective, and really focus in on God's promises. So the 12 things, feel your emotions, begin a gratitude journal, take time to assess your life. Find a new passion to fill the void in your life. And know that your identity isn't tied to what you do. Control your thoughts, choose your focus, renew your mind. Control what you can control, let go of the rest. Don't lean on your own understanding and take time to meditate on God's word. You've got this, my friend. I know you do. When you are in the midst of struggle, when that negative tries to creep in, come back to this episode or write, better yet, write these things down. If you need to go back, this is a short and sweet episode. You can go back and just write down these 12 things. Put them somewhere that you can remember where they are. Put them somewhere you can see them so that you can go back and look at them and pick which ones do I need to do right now? What am I having the hardest time with? And if you need to, Um, you know, make sure to reach out, whether it's to a friend or a family member, or if you are really going through something and you just want prayer, uh, reach out. Uh, You can email me at gabecox at redhotmindset.com and I'd be happy to pray for you. That's something that I love that I get to do. I get to have a big, long prayer list and um, I know what it's like to go through this negative. I really know what it's like because when I was in that season of depression back in my young adult age, negative tried to stop me in my tracks every single day and almost every single moment of every single day. And I had to figure out how to walk this out. I had to learn these tools in order to be able to push through and to persevere because there were many moments that I didn't want to and that I just wanted to give up, but I didn't. And I'm so glad because now I'm here able to talk with you and able to encourage you in whatever it is that you're going through, whatever the trial is. And I don't want you to give up either. You've got this. And I'm excited next week we will have another interview, another struggle victory story. And you're not going to want to miss that one either. So come on back. Come hang out with me every Tuesday. And until then, I just pray. You just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. 
It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.